Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Snugcast. It's an emotional Snugcast because it's the first time in about 30 episodes that uh, me, your host DJ, is recording without his co-host Owen. So stepping in tonight for Owen and being co-host alongside me is the beautiful, the bountiful, the energetic, the gorgeous, <laughs> I don't know where bountiful came from, Sonia Norman. Sonia, uh, how would you like to welcome the listeners as you co-host your first Snugcast? Oh, hello everybody. Thanks for having me again, DJ. I'm delighted to be here. Yay! So we're here in Grady's Yard. We haven't been for a couple of weeks. It's uh, still absolutely magnificent. I want to congratulate Grady's Yard, who've been nominated for Pub of the Year, uh, along with Newcomer of the Year and a couple of other awards at the Gastro Pub Awards this year. Um, and actually, Tully's have been nominated in a few other good bars around Waterford. So Waterford, Waterford did quite well. So on social media, fair play. Uh, there was a lot of voting to get them nominated so keep an eye on the social media for the bars and if they um, get shortlisted for anything and you see a fact that you need to nominate them for anything please do nominate them I'd fucking love if one of the Waterford bars won a national award because the bars that we go to are fucking superb the drink selection is amazing the cake selection is amazing and I fucking love drinking in Waterford Simple as that. I said a few folks already. It's where uh, the spirit of Owen lives on. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. try not to swear tonight because my sister told me I was a real potty mouth in my episode, and yeah. she wasn't impressed at all. Neither was my dad. Neither was my mom. But sure, they're not here, so fuck Everyone it. Else was Oops. Well, yeah, but they listen back though, and also the fact that you lived with me for two years doesn't help your swearing. I know. What do but, they expect? But like, just tell them it's my nana's influencing in your grand. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. So, lads, you might have just heard in the background there the uh, regular contributor to the Snowcast. Uh, he's not been regular lately because he's been studying for exams, busy with the real-life doctor and stuff like that. So uh, we're glad to have him out for a point tonight. Really appreciate it. A great man. And uh, I'm going to come to him first on the Snowcast. Simon Calhoun, what are you drinking tonight? Hello, DJ. Hello, Sonia. Hello, everybody. How is everyone? Uh, listeners don't have to answer that. Uh, I am drinking uh, Fifty Shades of Bray from uh, the Wicklow Wolf Brewery. It's very tasty. Actually, I wasn't expecting it. I uh, it was a bit of confusion. So 
DJ had a little taster of it earlier and I had a sip of it. I said, oh, geez, that is delicious. So uh, I was drinking something else at the time. And then, uh, so next pint came around. I said, yeah, get me a pint of that stuff. It's delicious. And then it arrived and it was an entirely different pint to what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> this thing looks kind of like a... It looks, it, like looks, a it looks like a pint of stout, doesn't it? It looks like a... Um, it looks like a Murphy's or one of them. Do like, you know, or it looks like a pint bottle of Guinness in a glass. Do you know, yeah, it's not yeah. got a frothy head on it. It's kind of a... Uh, like a pint of Murphy's. Yeah, go on then, like a pint of Murphy's. Uh, like an old school stout, though, you know? Yeah. It looks, but it, it tastes looks like, nice. It looks like the pints of stout at the funeral scene in Angela's Ashes. Yeah, yeah. Or it looks like someone's Very had a pint of lager and then, like been smoking and putting all their fags yeah. out in the beer it's like, you know, <laughs> that's what it looks like but it tastes really nice yeah any, any listener that's seen Angela, Angela's ashes remember the scene where, the, where like the, the child is being buried and on the coffin the father has the pint of Guinness on top of it and like it's just a bit of a dead pint of Guinness it looks that way but it actually yeah. tastes lovely it's lovely it's, it's full really of flavour yeah. it's, um, it's not it's not what I'd normally drink I, I like things like the American pale ales and the session ales and stuff like that this is I think it was like called a a, a, a black New England black New England IPA I think yeah. So, yes, it's. I mean, it's black, and it's. I suppose it's an IPA. It's got a little hint of coffee, very fruity as well, though. So unusual, but uh, I'd definitely be having another pint. That's a that's a fucking wonderful description of it because I don't think I could put it in better words myself. Um, I had a taster of it. I probably would have gone back to it, but I just thought to myself, like, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Basically, the end of flagship February was yesterday, so I'm going to say it with a flagship beer. But before I go on to what I'm drinking, uh, I'd like to welcome to the Snowcast a new guest, someone we haven't had on before. He's over here for the weekend in Waterford. We're going to show him a good time. Uh, good time over here doesn't mean what it means in Thailand, but there's going to be plenty of beer. No, or in Birmingham. Uh, I'm really, really excited to welcome to the Snowcast Paul Lambert, good friend of mine uh, that I know from going to Liverpool matches. And Paul, what I'm going to ask you, like I ask everyone else, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking the Yellow Belly Citra Pale Ale tonight, mate. Um, yeah, first time I've been to uh, to the Great pub, and it's to Grady's Yard. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, type of place I quite like, ran by me. To be fair, it's uh, it is spot on. Yeah. My type, my type of place. Um, started off with a vice so serious, and that was a <laughs> <laughs> definitely not a sessional beer at seven and a bit percent yeah. <laughs> ago. It's a uh, Nice to get the party started, it's, it's, as uh, Simon said earlier. But ironically, it was quite serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah de- de- definitely serious. <laughs> as Simon said earlier, it's one to get the party started, but then you need to go on to something a bit more sessionable. And uh, this is this is definitely that, and, uh, and quite a nice pint as well. So yeah, it's a great pint of citra, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you win an award recently? After I see citra, yeah, I got, I got some. I, I, to be honest, they've, they've been fucking nominated and winning so many awards. Best point ever in the world, it won. Ever. Um, but what, what I'm really keen to get at, because obviously we've described Citra to, um, we've described Citra on this podcast several times. So for like for like regular listeners, Snowcast, they'll know exactly what a Citra is about. Paul, as someone who's listened to the Snowcast, they heard Citra being described, heard Grady's are being described. I just want to get your like your impression of this bar of Watford. You've you've literally only been here a fucking forty minutes. So, <laughs> do you know? And in fairness, it's been pissing rain and dark. But just your your impression coming into a Watford bar for the first time. Uh, meeting Sonia and Simon for the first time uh, just, just your general impression of the place and general impression of the beers on offer compared to what you get say uh, as, as, as you see yourself on the edge of the black country in England yeah in, in, in the black yeah it was um... <laughs> actually oh, okay. we'll tell the listeners what happened we recorded a really good couple of minutes there somehow we actually pressed pause by accident 
So I just asked the question of Paul, like what he thinks of the bar, what he thinks of the place compared to where he's I from. Really he's given a really good answer <laughs> and we've not saved it. So Paul, I'll come back to you with that question again. <laughs> what do you make of this gaff and the people? No, it's uh, like I've said three times, it's uh, it's an absolutely brilliant place. It is it is it is this is the best place in the world. By the end of the night, by the end of the night, everybody on this planet is going to need to be here because it is the greatest. Uh, no, it is, it's 100% the type of place that I'd love to have where I'm from. We do not have anything like this. It is really old man pub and bitters and horrible shite ale all the time, really. It's nothing. Yeah. Loads of carling and stuff, and it's dreadful. It's run by me. So. But it's funny you say that. Like, what I love about this bar is it's a perfect blend between modern bar, craft beer, and old man bar because they don't have TV screens. You have to talk to each other. The music is very subtle in the background. So it is very much a hybrid of a modern bar and an old man bar, which is exactly what the Snowcast wants to fucking be, is that modern technology podcast, but pub chaff that a bunch of old lads would have in a pub yeah. somewhere in the country in Ireland. So Sonia, co-host for the first time. Whoa. Fucking a Snowcast institution at this I stage. I feel so honoured. Yeah. Oh, and we miss you. We do miss you, Owen. I think I, 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 I sent him a text message there before we started recording, telling him I miss him, and I, he's just sent, sent me a text back saying, oh, same big dog. Uh, <laughs> Owen's probably after a few points himself up in Dublin. Uh, shout out to Owen and Kira. Kira, best of luck in your play that will have finished by the time this episode comes out. Oh, yeah. Sonia, co-host, beautiful girl, what are you drinking tonight? So, um... Ash here in Grady's Yard is pretty phenomenal with the old spirit concoctions. So she makes these amazing, amazing spirit infusions. And I'm a massive fan of the ones she does with gin. So tonight I'm drinking her Gintendo 64. Great name. And it's uh, gin with mango and grapefruit. And you have the choice of topping it up with either 7-Up or tonic. And it is delicious. I think I'm on my second one now. Are you on the tonic, yeah? Yeah. Want to avoid them lip cramps. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah, one of them leg cramps. Absolutely, a little bit quinine. Yeah, yeah. And um, Gintendo 64, great playing words. I want to ask you something quickly, Sonia. If you were to name uh, Infusion here in Grady's Yard, what would you name one? Give me a good pun name. I'm putting you on the spot now because I haven't said oh, any of this to you yeah. before. A good pun name. Um, oh, God. Oh, do you know the one? Who's that actually kind of inspired by video games? Do you remember that video game? that Street Fighter, Sonia Blade. Sonia Blade. Yeah, okay. What would what would it what would it compose of? So um, I probably would want gin, vodka, a little bit of rum. Like a switchblade to my fucking. And that's it. Fucking hell. I feel like I'm about to describe. So so I I presumed the gin you want is tin gin and the rum you want is Bike Island rum. How did you know? Oh, I just guessed. And yeah, so just like a little bit of all of those three um, with all of the citrus fruit. So lemon, lime, grapefruit, a bit of tonic, a little bit of 7-Up, topped up with soda water and a cherry on top. Fuck me. I'll drink that too. Uh, I'll drink about three of them and then I'll die. Uh, so like that's been the intro to this thing. Tonight's no cast. I've got some great topics lined up for the lads. Unfortunately, it has to wait because my bladder is the size of a pea and I got to go piss. Right, guys, we're back in the room. DJ here, Cole, Sonia. Sonia, how are you I'm feeling tonight? Friday, great. Na- Friday night, we usually don't record on Friday night. I've never been in Grady's Yard on Friday night. I'm embarrassed to say. Two seconds, I mute this bastard. Thank you for that. 
that'll be it. Anyway. He's all over the place now. Yeah. yeah, I like him. This is shocking. This is shocking. Let's call a spade a spade. This is the most organised we've ever been. <laughs> right, lads. So I've got a bit of logic here and getting into our first topic, and I'm going to go on a bit of a ramble, and I want you all to fucking really pay attention. Oh, focus, lads. Today is the 1st of March, 2019. <laughs> you can focus on that much, right? So, as you guess by your accents, I'm the only fucking Irish person here tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's embarrassing. It's embar- like, Irish, Irish pub podcast. Yeah. 25% people Irish, guaranteed. Uh, we've got two people here who were born and raised in England, and one person here who was born and raised in Canada. Delighted to have them on board. But the thing that links Simon and Paul together, the thing that they have in common is they were born and raised in England, but they both support Wales from a rugby point of view. Yeah. And what I want to bring this in is today, with you guys both being proud, sporting-wise Welshmen, today is St. David's Day. Wait, okay, for the Canadian in the room, (laughs) what is St. David's Day? So St. David is the patron saint of Wales. So St. David's Day is Wales' equivalent of St. Patrick's Day. Oh, very good. St. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. St. George. Are you like one of those? St. George ended up being a tan, fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, is. I have another question. Yes. You know, there seems to me that every time you ask about a saint, he's the patron saint of something. How yeah. many patron saints of something do you have? How long is a piece of string? Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. But you're going to be a patron saint by the end of this podcast, I reckon. <laughs> the patron saint is no cast. <laughs> But basically, the whole point... Of, what a wonderful co-host. She comes in with brilliant questions. Right? Uh, like, Owen, your job's on the line here, buddy. You need Absolutely to book not. Up. Owen, come back. You need to book up next week. He's, 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 he's a mess without you. He's a mess. Well, actually, I was nearly crying there in the break. Uh, he texts me telling me he missed me. and I, Well, I text him first and he texts back. Uh, anyways, moving swiftly on. Um, so, St. David's Day today. And uh, given the fact that St. David is patron saint of Wales, St. Patrick's patron saint of Ireland, I speak fluent Irish... Welsh as a language is like we as Irish people we get a slagging over the Irish language right the Irish language get a slagging over it told it's made up fairy fairy it's not compared to Welsh it's a fucking perfectly regular language Welsh is completely made up they throw wise in the middle of everything like everything is fucking like all these mad jokes and when I hear the Welsh language being spoke instantly I think it's like the elves in Lord of the Rings that's what I thought about the Irish language remember I said that you one did of the, but, but did literally you... the day I moved here in September 2000 Five, I was walking on the UCD campus and I saw all these signs in Irish and this weird gibbly bit. And I remember turning to my dad. People with hairy feet walking around. Yes, pointy ears. It was so strange. Listen. And I said, Dad, what language is that? And we both said, we both agreed that it looked like the language of Lord right. of the Rings is Elvish. Elvish. Fair enough. Elvish. You took a hell of a lot of less L's. Yeah. Double D's and double yeah. R's. And Y's. So, Welsh is an awful lot more like fucking Elvish. And my whole point for bringing this up is, right, Irish is a mad language compared to English. Welsh is even madder, considering the fact that they, they integrate with the bastards. Um, at least we have our own island. And... The reason I brought this up to begin with... Probably not for what to try in, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. imagine they'd be trying to cut Yeah, but listen, listen, we, like, we cut... We cut they got an assembly. <laughs> we, we, we cut, like, 84% of ourselves off. We gave you the other 16% just for shits and gigs because Michael Collins couldn't be bothered. Anyways, I'm actually... I'll never be allowed to host this again without Owen, will I? No, actually, if, if he was here, he'd be Larry already and he'd already be fucking shouting on about him and De Valera. Anyways, moving. I used to live with his great grandson. 
De Valeras. Yeah. Um, no, because I didn't know who he was at the time, but his name was Henri de Valera. Oh, how are you going, Henri? He worked for Bank of Ireland. Hi, Henri. Are you giving a, do you want to give him his PPS number out as well? He wasn't. No. Anyway, Sonia, great co host. Anyways. <laughs> so, right, as you can see, it's starting to fall apart already. Uh, Welsh sounds like Elvish. Get out, Henri. So, the whole point of this whole ramble and you lads fucking it up for me is what is your favourite sci fi movie slash TV series slash movie series? Because Welsh sounds like Elvish from Lords of the Rings. What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the question? What's your favourite TV slash movie what's series? That TV show? That's, that, no, science fiction though. It has to be science fiction. Oh, okay. Don't come to me first. This is you. You said it. It's like this lad is slagging me off over this question. No. But this lad is slagging me off over the question about... So- no, just any general one. This lad slagging me off with sandwiches. Then he turned around a week later and said it was the best question he was ever asked. <laughs> So the mind Simon, he's sending you off. Ignore Simon for a minute. I'm going to, Sonia, I'm going to come to you first. Okay. What is your favourite sci-fi TV series and or film? <clears throat> slash film series. Okay, so I've got two. And they're both... Um, so one of them was turned into a film and one of them was a TV series. And the other one is also actually originally a TV series. Okay, so first one, I grew up with my dad watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And the original one with Patrick Stewart where... They used to say Captain's Log, Stargate, da 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 da. And like, I loved them. And then they turned them into movies, and there was the one with the Indian guy, and they went, it was just brilliant. That must have been so, a big deal for you. Yeah, it was a massive oh, deal. It was lovely. so great. Love when the Indians are featured. It's great. Bollywood and Hollywood combining. Is I great know. And yeah, it's the East is East. Have I? Brilliant. Not sci fi. That is not sci fi. Not the farthest thing from sci fi, but yeah. culturally so significant. It's great. It's really, really great. Um, so, east is east. That's around you, isn't it? That's Birmingham. Birmingham. Do you ever come in so if you're going to talk? No one can hear you. Sci-fi, I sci-fi, actually sci-fi, went to sci-fi. Birmingham recently to go shopping for my sister. Sorry, DJ, I know you're going to hate this. No, I'm going to Went shopping for my sister's wedding and was trying to figure out where do I go to go shopping. And I was the told Birmingham. No, so Boring is where you go to go, like, and sorry, I'm to go, I'm like, no shopping to, like, Zara, River Island. But I needed, like, East Indian clothing. Yeah, so a, I was. a lovely North Face, the Birmingham, the Boring's a place to go. You weren't looking for North Face. I was not looking I was all looking for And I was promptly, promptly directed to an area of Birmingham called the Balti Triangle. Just like the Baltic. No, well, not quite the Baltic Triangle no. in Liverpool. Lower quality pubs. Yeah, yeah. So it took me ages. I was like, there's meals. so many. And like, I'm going to make myself look like a real tool by saying this, but whatever. So I I'm going to the Balti Triangle and I'm looking around and I'm like, what the? Like, why is it called the Balti Triangle? Balti Indian food. Yes, naturally. Oh, oh my God, Sonia. Wow. Even I got that and she's Indian. Oh, I didn't have a flipping notion where I was. Anyways, wildly successful. Too much time in Ireland. Yeah, I know. What was your question? <laughs> uh, sci-fi movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, scrap the Scar Trek. So my, my recent, very, my favourite um, TV show, sci-fi, right? Yeah. Um, Stranger Things. How can you not mention yeah, Stranger Things? It's fucking so yeah. good. It's so brilliant. Yeah. So many different aspects of sci-fi brought into one TV show. I'm absolutely terrified of the thought of having to watch the third season, but equally as excited. I have to make... Coming out. Yeah. I have to make a confession. I have to... You heard it here first on the Snugcast. Yeah. (laughs) Stranger Things season three. Season three. Sometime in the Breaking Bad series six coming out next month. Uh, I have to make a confession here live on the Snugcast. That is not released live. Um, Sonia, we watched Stranger Things series one together and we lived together. Yeah. I, I've been afraid to watch series two without you. I've oh never God, watched series two. Indeed. Well, start 
we'll start next it's week. It's fucking terrifying. It's so yeah, terrifying. Yeah. I only could watch it during daylight hours and with someone with me. It's literally scared of testicles out of my ball bag. Yeah, I, I, well, if I had testicles, I would. They ball <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I've right. not watched it now. I'm petrified to even think about watching it. <laughs> right. And I Paul. may or may not have a dubious Netflix account, so I'm <laughs> 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 I, I go on, on anti clockwise here, so Paul, I'll come back to you now. Uh, Favourite sci fi TV series and or film series? Go to where you will, because she went to fucking Balti fucking triangle. <laughs> and, but you can take this where you want to go. To be fair, the Balti triangle is good. I'm not going to knock it, but um, yeah, I'm the same to Star Trek. Um, when I was younger, it was the same. Deep Space Nine, Starship, uh, the Klingon. Next Generation, or whatever Sorry. it was, Klingon. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And even the new films with Chris Pine, Chris Pine and, and, and the whole, whole, whole host of new films that's got Benedict Cumberbatch and all that in it as well. Absolutely brilliant. And even so, my little, my little lad is absolutely obsessed with them as well. I think they're brilliant, brilliant films. You should dress them up as a Klingon for Halloween. So I'll, he wants to go as fucking Ronald Weasley for World Book Day, a little prick. Uh, so fucking, <laughs> he's not having any of it at the moment. So Ali's into the old uh, Star Trek, is he? Yeah, he, he like he likes the films. He, I don't think he'd sit down and watch the series. I don't think he'd watch some of the old stuff. But fucking young fellas these days. Yeah, <laughs> shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, old, the, the, the films definitely. He loves. He loves. Uh, he loves watching it. It's all a bit of adventure for him, isn't it? So. I, I think for that age as well, films are good because you've got like an hour and a half, two hours where they have to like continuously watch. Whereas trying to fucking get them watch something for an hour and then say in a week's in a week's time we're going to follow up like like they just don't have the attention span, do they? No, if it's not his um, Nintendo Switch, then getting him to sit down for half an hour to do something apart not- from apart from golf. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Shout out, shout out to Ollie and uh, shout, shout, shout out to Danielle for letting you come over here for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, fa- yeah. Thank does you. She to yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. <laughs> but she's um, she doesn't know. Yeah, he, he rang her earlier. <laughs> That's a yeah. very important question. She, she knows I'm here, but she's uh, decided to jib the kids tomorrow night so she can go on a hen do. So she. She's popped them off to me mum's for the night so she can go on the piss, basically. And when she went on the actual Hindu last weekend? Yeah, she went on the Hindu last weekend, but they're going out again, apparently. The work Hindu. I, I, I got all the ghosts, Daniel. Yeah, I know, I know the full story. Yeah, she's, she's a, 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 a fucking adult. <laughs> you only met him an hour ago, for fuck's sake. She's doing half Don't worry, we'll, we'll oh, find a oh, water. No, 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 the Hindu. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. find it. Tuesday lunchtime. Oh, and the Hindu, Hindu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently she goes to the gym three times yeah, a week now. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll find a water. Where are the results? We'll find a water for a woman for you. Daniel, if you're listening, this is all a piss take. Don't take it seriously. Uh, anyways, Simon, moving swiftly on. What is your favourite? Before we get Paula divorced, uh, what is your favourite sci-fi film slash TV series? Um, I'll give Are you me two answers. Uh, yeah, like it wouldn't be my favourite. <laughs> it's like this point. It wouldn't yeah. be my favourite, but I don't, I don't hate it. As he says, like this point isn't his favourite, but he's, he's <laughs> as, as someone who skulls points. I'm like a sopping. Paul's like a third of a point in. Simon's nearly finished a point already, yeah, so he yeah, clearly yeah. likes it. And he's fucking. It might. He, he's having Elads off. He obviously loves this Wicklow is Wolf. My new favourite. He actually loves Wicklow Wolf, but he's got shares in Yellow Belly, so he's like true. I do love Wicklow Wolf, by the way. The uh, the I kind of first got into craft ales and all the rest of it. My first ever was uh, the Dungarvan Copper Coast and then yeah. the Helvet Gold. And then I tried the, um, and they were both, and like, I had the Copper Coast, I was like, that is actually the nicest drink I've ever had. Then I had the Helvet Gold, I was like, oh my God, that's actually nicer than the other one. And then about a week later, I tried the Wicklow Wolf Elevation Pale Ale. 
Elevated it to an 11. Amazing. <laughs> like, absolutely. And uh, I've never looked back since. I love the, I love the craft ales ever since. So uh, thanks to Midian Wicklow Wolf. You've You're changed in the right my place. life. Um, so, my. I'm going to give you two answers actually. Since you said film or TV. So, uh, film wise, Aliens. Like, the whole, the whole, however many of them there are, they're all brilliant. But Aliens is absolutely. Under Honor versus Predator. Oh, no. Like, like Alien versus Predator, fine. Like, you'd watch it because you watch it. But, like,. Aliens is just an amazing, like it's a, I don't really know what the word seminal means, but like I think it might be like a seminal it's movie. Definitely got or like, it's definitely got something to do with semen. Yeah, I think so. Like, actually, I remember in, in, my, uh, in my fourth year medical exam, they were writing about a seminal wave, which is where like, oh, yeah. like there's something about like the production of semen and it's like called a seminal wave. <laughs> Yeah. So uh so when I watched um I love I love I, I, yeah. I love these points so much I'm about to get a seminal wave. Yeah, yeah. But that's how much I love aliens. That's how much I love aliens. Um oh, it's so good. And uh my favourite quote from it is when uh who is it? Is it Drake maybe? Someone I think it might be Drake, I should check this out. The musician no, no, inverted commas. Not not that guy. Drake in the movie. But it, anyway, he goes there's a there's a female character called Vasquez who is badass. She's got short hair and muscles, and she's just fucking class. And she's doing chin-ups. And he goes, "Hey Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man?" And she goes, "No, have you?" It's fucking brilliant. I like that. So that's basically porn to you, like. Yeah, well, I, no, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fantastic, such a good film. It is absolutely exceptional. I, think I've never seen. I kind of forgot how much I liked it before you asked this question. Um. So Weaver's in that one. Yeah, so it's the second one. Second Alien one. is the... Am I getting this right? Alien is the first one. It's Aliens. Alien 2 or Aliens. Aliens? I think it's called Alien 2 Aliens. I mean, it's called Aliens, right. but it's, it's well worth anyway. watching. But they're all fantastic. But yeah, that is... Uh, I've forgotten how much I love it until you asked that question. And another thing I've forgotten how much I love until you it's asked this I'm question... My favourite ever sci-fi TV series is Red Dwarf. It is absolutely... Do you ever watch Red Dwarf? No, There's like. Never. They're like, uh, oh, I've just got like blank faces around the table. Absolutely, absolutely. It's so good. I, I, I'm so honest, good. I have not registered your answer at all because all I've thought is I've forgotten how good Seminole this was until. Wave. No, no, no. I've, I've gone past them in a wave and I've thought, in my, in, my, in my selfish ways, I've thought, you've answered this question and said, I've never realised how. So when I asked the question first, you were slagging it, and now you're like, I've ne- I didn't realise how much I loved it. No, you asked the question. It's like sandwiches all over again. No, no, no. It's a stupid question. By the way, this sandwich is fucking amazing. No, no, no. The different, like, like the whole, like, I feel like uh, we're good. The, the, que- the question is fine. The question is fine. It's just your build-up was like, it's St David's Day. There's two people who come from England but from Wales. What's your favourite sci-fi movie? Like, like, so, so like, that's so, like that's like the sandwich question. If you were like, oh, I went to Canada and then you know I went over to South America and I actually rode a horse. There. What's your favourite sandwich? <laughs> like speaking of which, I horses mean, eat things. You completely you completely omitted the point on the language. Yeah. There yeah. you can't because that actually makes it completely. It does actually because it sounds like Elvish. Oh my god! Which, by the way, my favourite is Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the trilogy. They're all great. Two Towers is possibly the greatest sequel of all time. If, uh, if you omit Godfather from life, Godfather 2 is the best sequel of all time. Uh, Lord uh, of the Rings. Uh, Rocky 2. Rocky 4. You're, you're, uh, no, don't do that. That's the yeah. most real life Doctor Anne's ever like. No, that's actually fact. That's actually. Rocky 3 with 
with Mr. T. Yeah, yeah, I know. And Hulk Hogan. I've yeah, never yeah. seen any of the Rocky oh, movies. Actually, my fucking... Thunderlips. Yeah, my head is about to explode. Sonia's never seen the Rockies. Simon Strange said Rocky's the best sequel ever when Godfather 2 was clearly better. I'm just like, my head is exploding. Like, fucking Consigliere, fucking Al Pacino and all that shit. Anyways, Lord of the Rings is my favourite sci-fi. Basically, the, the Twin Towers is amazing. Boom. Bum, bum, bum. Twin Towers is the second one. Return the, of the King is the third one. Do the song again? Boom, 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 boom. So that's been a sci-fi round. Uh, Sonia, co-host, has been tasked with coming up with a topic while we talk about this, and I know she's taught nothing about it at all. No. So we're going to take a quick break, finish Simon's Doritos and Peanuts that he's bought us, and then we're going to come on to Sonia's topic, which she needs to think of in the next three minutes. Lads, there's no cast. Without owning a false the shape, but it's still great. Love you all. Sonia here. This is very exciting for me. It's my first time ever co-hosting. I feel very honored. Oh, and I may see you come back, so I don't know if you do this again, because I'm really, really nervous, and I might pee myself. I'm sorry. So, my question for the lads is... I have two questions, actually, because they're kind of little quickies. One of them has... <laughs> one of them has selfish purposes, because I am currently in the process of planning my summer holidays, and I want to know... What oh, yeah, right. Let's start with you. Right. Where do you want to go down the road? <laughs> yeah. That's like DJ's question earlier. Why does everyone take the piss on my questions? Like, it's a good the lead up to it made no sense at all. But it's a great question. Great question. Great question. Yeah. Great question. Fuck, fuck you, Simon. Terrible. Fuck yeah. you, Simon. Great question. Your wife is too good for you. Anyways, moving swiftly on. Uh, you asked me, what is my favourite place to go in Ireland? There are loads of places in Ireland that are brilliant to visit. Obviously, big advocate here for Waterford locally. Um, absolutely amazing city, amazing town to come visit. Paul's come here for the first time and straight away he's remarked about how great it is. But I have to say, there's something... There's a mystical sort of uh, cloud over the west of Ireland where... If you get it on a good day, it's the greatest place on the planet. And but they only have, yeah, they only day? have about two good days a year. Like, so when you go to the west of our, when you go to Westport or you go to Killarney or God forbid you go to Ventry or Kells Bay down in fucking really west of Kerry or go down to Carsavine and Valencia Island, and you get a good day. So for example, Valencia Island and all them, they're very close to the Skelligs, where a lot of the Star Wars stuff oh, yeah. was filmed. So we're like. Um, Luke Skywalker's as an owlad was. Uh, I, I've seen the movies, DJ. Yeah. Thanks. Where Luke Skywalker as an owlad with the fake penguins was mm-hmm. hanging out like. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He was on all this <laughs> in the Skelligs. Jib, jibbing and Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. The the Jedi Investigation Bureau, the Jib lads over there and fucking the Skelligs. Uh, <laughs> basically, that part of Kerry is amazing, but they don't just they just Ooh. don't. Well, it's, it's a fucking hell, lads. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? My elbow just slipped oh, off the oh, table. No, this is actually falling apart. Can I answer the fucking question without yeah, you lads yeah, giving yeah. me guff? Like, you're giving me guff off here about my questions. Can I'm trying to answer. Can you, you answer the question? Yeah, I'm getting to it. For the listeners, Owen normally holds DJ's elbow up while he drinks. And um, <laughs> without Owen here, he's struggling and a little bit. Or his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
No comment. Anyways, carry on. Go on. We lived together for two yeah, years. Notice ago. DJ's accent is he's, he's speaking a bit deeper without Owen here because uh, his ball bag is hanging a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's gas. That's gas. Huh? Uh, anyways, moving. Yeah, but no, but my point is, I think West Kerry is lovely. Um, I, I, I would literally say the west of Ireland from me or down. Uh, Donegal is a bit too bleak because it's, they, they only get a half a good day a year. Um, basically, Westport on a good day is fantastic. You can go to Kirkpatrick. Um, the west of Galway is amazing. But I would genuinely say, like, West Kerry, mm. my granddad's from Kerry. I have an affinity with Kerry I can't really place. Uh, and my granddad, who, despite not living in Kerry since he was 17, said his Kerry accent for some reason, is it, which is amazing, by the way, because he's like fucking 80 now nearly. Uh, so for 60 years, he's maintained a Kerry accent and maintained a sense of Kerryness. The west of Kerry, like, it's so picturesque. Some of the nicest peninsulas you'll ever see on the Atlantic Ocean, when you get it on a nice day, it's just fucking gorgeous. And the thing about it is the Kerry people are so unassuming, so funny, so quirky, but at the same time, so friendly. So uh, the best place to visit in Ireland is probably the West of Kerry, but it's very inaccessible because like, there's not a fucking airport to be seen near it. So if you're coming from abroad, I would say Waterford's about two hours away from Dublin Airport, about two hours away from Cork Airport. Come to Waterford. We've loads of beaches, loads of bays, lovely pubs. There's so, Loads of babes. Sonia's here. She's staying here for a couple of months anyway, at least. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Sonia, my answer would be probably the West of Ireland. If you can't get there, come to the Southeast. Excellent. Simon, on to you. Sonia, that is the best question I've ever heard, ever, on a Snugcast, ever. I mean, seriously. And the lead into it was so relevant, topical, it was exceptional. Well delivered. You should do this full time. Excellent. I'm just going to down my pint. <laughs> um... I had as a, as a kid we went on a holiday to Dingle and it was one of my favourite all time favourite uh, was this before memories. or after you were sucking off the Queen Jesus this oh this escalated pretty quickly that is not my part God. of the question that I asked my Slag goodness my me my goodness me my goodness me I was going to tell you to say this like reminiscent lovely story about Dingle on, and he just on, came out on. with that I mean I'm only talking carry on carry oh, I listen, had a great time it was a lovely holiday Dingle or uh, or yeah no I'll tell you a bit more about Dingle go on then do seeing as you're fun. asking seeing as you're asking Please, so uh, Dingle, Dingle is in West Kerry I'd like to point out yeah I wasn't sure where it was that's why I didn't actually specify <laughs> I knew it was in Ireland. <laughs> Typical English, that like no idea of geography or history. So um, uh, the place we stayed was actually in a movie as well called. Uh, oh, fuck, what was it? it was called? It was, it was definitely a movie. It wasn't Star Trek. Uh, it wasn't Star Wars. No, it wasn't a sci-fi. It was like a kind of a depressing one about like like misery. And it was gaseous. It wasn't that one. It was a really good good film though. Um, yeah. So, the piano. <laughs> so the artist. <laughs> this answer's going way worse than it should have done. I'm sorry. So Dingle was an amazing place. When I was a kid, and like, a, for me, I don't know if this is a bit non-snugcasty to be saying it, but but I think uh, like childhood, well, life really is all about making memories, and I think these days is non-discriminatory. I know, and actually, you brought me up on that before, when I kind of defend my answer before I've given it, but I, I kind of always worry I sound like a dick. But what I loved about that holiday, like I was young and, and it was, and I do sound like a dick every time I open my mouth. 
But on the holiday, it was an amazing holiday. It was all kind of rugged and rural, and it was out there, and we were on bikes, and we were on the beach, and like it was really kind of gnarly and like rough and ready. And I'd say that you just really fucking, used to work gnarly. Yeah, but I meant it like in a, I meant it like a gnarled piece of wood. I didn't mean it like a surface, like gnarly, okay. dude. I mean like it was, it was like it was, it was uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know? Roar. Yeah, like I'd say forestry. Do you know like say, where we were staying? You had to put uh, you had to put money in the electricity meter. Uh, but we uh, like you had electricity. We we did, but it was quite funny. Like it turned out that like the woman owning it would like kind of take all the money out of it and then kind of. Like she just scammed us, but she was lovely. Doreen, she's she was a legend. If you're still listening, if you're Doreen still alive, Doreen. she was around. I think she was like 88 when I went there, and she was but the she loveliest was woman ever. There, she's not around and now. I had a, I had a. Yeah, you're right. She'd be about 150. Doreen, Doreen. She was the best. Oi, leave off Maureen. She was stealing money from Simon's. No, allegedly, listen. Allegedly, ah, allegedly, allegedly. I like the oven was broken and like the, oh, like it was all falling around you. But like it was just such an amazing holiday. And I remember I had this bike called a Rally Totally Extreme. I had a Rally. As did well. you have one? Yeah, yeah. I think I had a Rally Totally Extreme. No, I was like, no way. My, my uncle passed it down to me. So right. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it could have been a Totally Extreme. This is a Christmas present from Santa, and it had on the back wheels. You know when they had the spokes covered with like a kind of uh, well a cover. And then yeah. it had all colours all over it. So it was like this multicoloured, luminous, Larry bike. Maybe we could try and find a picture of it and stick it up on the show notes if that's the thing. I don't even know if that's we, the we, thing. No, it is a thing. Well, we might try and do that. It if might not be possible. If you can find one, send it on to me and we'll do it. So, so... I always want to put a nice picture of us up on it, but like... Yeah, well, we could put more than one, can't we? But Maureen had chickens and uh, once... <laughs> I don't think we can. Not without Owen here, anyway. Not without Owen. That corn can't even edit an episode. So Maureen had some chickens. Um, I used to go down with Maureen every morning, and I'd, I'd ride the Rally Totally Extreme down there, and we'd, we'd get the eggs out of... Where, where do chickens live? Chicken... Coops. Coop. And uh, we'd go back up and everything. It was lovely. And then one day, I was like, oh, listen, Maureen, do you want to have a go? So this lovely old woman who's like 150 years old is there. Oh, yeah, he's got a picture of the Rally Totally Extreme up. Look at that. Class. This Mine was actually black. Yeah. Get on with the full... So basically, yeah. So I like I let Maureen have a go. So there's this dirt track, uh, like just mud, uh, oh 200 God. meters long. And and there's Maureen like going up on the rally, totally extreme, and me running up behind her. And my mum was there, and she loved it. And she still talks about it to this day. And it was a lovely, lovely holiday, and I really sure, enjoyed it. Mrs. it. Mrs. Colquhoun, I love you. And then my other my other favourite place in Ireland is uh, well my house in Ireland that's lovely in Waterford and then um, Ackle so my parents have a house yeah, in Ackle brilliant. Uh, brilliant. well it's Absolutely. actually it's you're, fearless, the, you're an absolute bastard but that's a phenomenal shout yeah yeah to make sure we're still recording yeah. after earlier events so I, I told a lie there their house is on the mainland of Ireland overlooking Ackle Island that's gorgeous yeah. and it's a it's a stunning place no. oh you should. Yeah. Where's Ackle? Far west. Middle of the country, so opposite Dublin, far west. It's a, up and so, left. So basically, Ackle is, is, is an island off Galway, which Galway is the far west. Yeah. So it's basically an island that's only separated by the mainland. By, that, again, it's County Mayo. It's well, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's fairly far up. Yeah, County Mayo, sorry. It's above, it's above Westport. And uh, it's, really, it's, it's basically... Nearly touching the mainland. There's a, bri- there's a bridge between Ackle and the mainland. It's an island to speak, to speak basically to speak Irish on Ackle as well. So, pretty so much my parents true. don't really speak to anybody at all because they don't speak Irish. Yeah. But it, you know, it's amazing there. And, and um, 
Like you said, like two days a year is absolutely spectacular, and the, the other 363 yeah. it rains a lot. Um, but the house overlooks the sea, and it's and it overlooks Akil Island itself, and it's absolutely picturesque. And just, there's so much going on on Akil Island as well. Yeah, really. they're really they're really good. Like they they have a really close knit community there, don't they? They do. They have a really, um, yeah, like a really. Actually, my parents are lucky enough. Like they have a lot of friends over there, and a very uh, supportive and amazing community. And then Akil itself, like the island itself, there's loads of surfing and like, uh, you know, if you're into kind of water, water sports, Sonia. You're into water sports? Totally. I love a good sea Let's move on from Akhil. Simon's answer is Akhil anyway. Sonia, get it back in. You're a course. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Paul. Paul, on to you. <laughs> well, in, in, Did you record that? Yes. Until this time last year, I'd, I'd never been to Ireland, and this is my fifth or sixth time now within a year. Yay. Really? So yeah, That's yeah, through, through work coming over, so How much you love north it? and south. Yeah, I, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. But um, he's been trying to move to Waterford for yeah. two months. Oh yeah, I've been, so I've been because yeah, I'm massively on a huge Brexit dodge at the moment, and apparently actually, my mum got her Irish passport through today. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I am massively trying to dodge Brexit, and Ireland seems like a pretty good place to go. But the um, my from but from um, but having my, my limited knowledge of Ireland, my, one of my favourite places I've been to so far is Kilrush and Kildee on the on the west coast. Brilliant. Um, not not massive towns, very very well. They are small little communities, but. It, Every time I've been there, you you made ever so welcome. The pubs are lovely. The the chat and the the crack with you because you're from the mainland. They take the piss and you you are, but you are made to feel welcome and it's absolutely brilliant out there. And, Classic Ireland. And overlooking the Shannon as well on the one or two lovely days of weather they get and the <laughs> the wind farm out that way is doing a great great deal of service for the community apparently. But yeah, it's absolutely cracking and. Uh, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd move there if I wanted somewhere picturesque. And it's near Doombeg, the nice, lovely President Trump golf club. <laughs> so, but, uh, if, you're you know, if, if you're morally okay with that, like... If, if yeah. Where's Kil- where's, uh, where are all these kill places? Where uh, they are in County Clare. Oh, yeah, Because, because uh, Wikipedia... Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia two minutes ago told me they're in County Clare, so they are in County Clare. That's <laughs> the comedian's telling you again. Now. So there we are. That's, that, that is where I would go. So as the only Irish person here, I feel obliged to say that County Clare is south of Galway, even souther than Mayo. The Cliffs of Moher are in County Clare. They are, and the Burn. Cliffs of Moher, Cliffs of Tulla. There's Cliffs of Moher, Mike Russell, Dr. Finn, Willie Hansen, Noel Hinn. There's flutes and fiddles Dr. everywhere. If it's music you want, hold the banner. I didn't understand. Oh, listen, Verna. Oh, yeah, I know that. And I know what. Listen, 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 Verna. You. Oh, listen, Verna. Everybody. Listen, 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 Verna. Yeah, I know that one. That's where the matchmaking festival is. It is. Absolutely. So, Sonia, thanks for co-hosting that part of the Snowcast. That's great. Guys, actually, for this part now, given that they've been nominated for Gastropod Year, etc., I'm going to finish up the episode by having a quick chat with Kevin, manager here at Grady's Yard. Sonia, thanks a million for co-hosting. Thank you. That was loads of fun.
that was a brilliant question. Even Thanks. though the lad started off my question, fuck them. But that was a brilliant question. <laughs> Simon. At least you didn't try to get us, either of us to pronounce that really long train station yeah, name because yeah, yeah. that would have been fucking really embarrassing. <laughs> train station name? In Wales, yeah. Not, I know nothing about that. Anyways, Sonia, thanks for co-hosting. That was brilliant. Simon, thanks for coming on the Snowcast as usual. Even though he slagged me off for most of this episode. <laughs> uh, you have a hot wife. She's lovely. And he shout out to you. You're far too good for Simon. Simon, thanks for coming on the Snowcast. Yeah, no worries. Do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all he's saying. He's like, fuck you. I'm going home after that this. That was hard. Uh, actually, I actually liked your question loads. Genuinely. I just thought like... Wow, what a, what a, like extraordinary intro to a question. Yeah, but that was the point. Um, yeah, no, Paul, I actually, well, like that's right up my street. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, that, that's I what I go for. I go, I go for the, I go for the extreme. Like you slagged off, you've slagged off every question I've ever asked yeah. you in this podcast. Uh, go, go on, peace on it. Thank you. I'm wrapping it up. Uh, Paul, thanks a million for coming on Snowcast. You have no idea how much I appreciate your feedback and everything like that. So thanks for coming on. Uh, I know if one was here, you thank you as well. One. It's, it's 1533 Owen it's not, not near 1916 yet we haven't got a good long segment like that because you're not here to ramble on uh, Paul thanks for going on the Snowcast how have you found it so far? Nah, absolutely loving it um, thank you very much for putting me up for the weekend it's uh, <laughs> very much appreciated um, glad to, very much glad to be over in, uh, in Ireland and, and seeing some different things um, yeah thanks, thanks, thanks for having me Brilliant, so this episode's coming out on the 4th of March, I'm about to go and have a quick chat with uh, Kevin from Grady's Yard on the side while the lads finish off their pints. Uh, if you're in Waterford, if you're in the southeast, if you're in Kilkenny or Wexford or Tipperary, come and visit Waterford, come to Grady's Yard, it's a great fucking pub. Anyways, lads, that's been the Snowcast so far, I'll have a quick chat with Kevin, and uh, on from there, I fucking miss one. Ali, Ali, Ali! As Paul would say, there's something that the cop wants you to know. Especially the world is Bobby Ferbino. Right, giddy up, lads. Right, guys, so I'm here Friday, 1st of March 2019. About six, nearly six months into the fucking since Grady's Yard first opened, nearly six months since we interviewed Kevin and Danny here in Grady's Yard at the Captain's Table the last time and uh, delighted to be joined by Kevin tonight. We haven't been joining with Kevin since and uh, he's been busy managing this fantastic bar and uh, Kevin, you've been nominated for a few rewards. Hi, yeah, thanks very much. Delighted to be back on. Um, yeah, we were recently nominated for a few awards by the Restaurant and Pub Association, so... You know, it's happy happy to hear it. Like, but it won't mean anything unless we keep uh, driving on and doing what we do. So that's yeah. kind of the main point. I mean, like when I saw you put up the tweet on Instagram the other day, like in fairness, you actually tagged us in a post where you tweeted it and said uh, we've been nominated for a few awards. You thanked everyone that came into you in the last yeah. six months, which I thought was a lovely touch. Uh, we've been big fucking fans here since you've opened, and I think. The nomination for newcomer of the year, yeah, and you've got two other nominations as well. Yeah, I think it's a uh, best overall bar and uh, best gastro pub. Right. So, Aye. as far as I'm concerned, like newcomer of the year should be nailed on, <laughs> and best yeah. overall bar. I think we've got a fair shout. Ah, if 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 I was picking the awards, best gastro pub. You've only done pizza so far, so like I'm, I'm going to be a cunt and say. Probably there's probably someone else out there that's oh, that. I'll give you I'll give you two of the three, like you know. There's plenty of great gastro pubs there. There's plenty of 
other pubs nominated for the categories that could win it as well like but so, like um, there's so many good bars like how honoured are you as a manager of this bar to be just fucking associated with them ah delighted yeah um, you know we've only been open a wet day and like we said in that post the other day it's it's really down to two things it's the people that came in and gave it a try uh, the people that have continued to come here like yourself um, and uh, the staff as well the staff have been great they're the people that drive it forward and uh, they bring the they bring the message to the masses so to speak yeah. so like, um, I'm for, delighted with them for you as a manager it must be brilliant because uh, somebody who's coming as a patron of this bar since basically week one yep uh, the staff I know them all by name we're on first name terms they're fucking brilliant that's right I came in tonight with I came in with Paul who hasn't been here before I came in with Simon who's been here a, a couple of times only because he's got a young family and Sonia who's been here a few times and showing he does the infusions yeah and the staff are so welcoming like what you want a taste of I wanted to taste the three things tonight and they were more than happy to give them yeah, of course. it's a welcoming bar it's a beautiful bar it's laid out perfect like I can come in like, like I feel like a bollocks asking for three tasters but the lads are more than happy to accommodate me because it, it's just the kind of bar it is and not at all three tasters can be a conservative estimate I mean I, there was definitely <laughs> there was somebody in earlier I had to give her a 9 or 10 or 11 before we got sorted but uh, look that's that's there's a fine line between beer snobbery and being accommodating sometimes uh, we offer like uh, a broad range and um, the last thing we want to do is put people on the spot and make them pick and make an uninformed decision you know there's plenty there you can try whatever you want and whatever you like then you can take it um, and there's plenty more opportunities to go and try the rest of the taps too so it'll be counterintuitive to uh, not offer tries and to engage the punter uh, you couldn't have summed it up better than I could have uh, keeping in line with that team right? I'm going to come at you with something you're drinking something that I didn't fancy tonight Come on, Glenn. Glenn. Work away, bro. Work away, bud. Work away, <laughs> Your life on air. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to come at you with something that you're drinking something tonight that I personally didn't fancy. Mm-hmm. It's probably the second yellow belly beer I've ever tasted that I didn't fancy. That's great. And, yeah, and, and, but the boys in yellow belly don't mind that. Like, they have not no problem with you saying I don't like that. I, I wasn't a fan of It's Not Vodka, and I said mm-hmm. that in the podcast before. And uh, the beer you're drinking, I, I wasn't a fan of tonight when I tasted. That's but, great. like, I'm on the hopping space because, like, the thing with me with Yellow Belly is you can go to other breweries and stuff like that, but Yellow Belly have such a good range that you can come back to something that you love from Yellow Belly. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask you, and, I'm, and you're going to answer it, and I, and I said I have, I, I'm not a fan of it, but you are, and yeah. fucking that's perfectly fine. That's what craft beer is all about. It's like finding what well, one lad likes, what another lad doesn't yeah. like, and finding the in-betweens and stuff like that. Taps because that's why there's 20 taps. Gonna, not everyone's going to like the... The two or three taps we have at the top so, so spin down to the bottom what we usually ask at the start of the podcast and this is the last feature of this podcast because we recorded last earlier is uh, Kevin what are you drinking tonight I'm drinking uh, Where's Wallonia a saison from Yellow Belly Bear from County Wexford fucking brilliant <laughs> he's, he's marking here with me like he's saying like Where's Wallonia like is I playing Where's Wally uh, so it's a saison like I had the Ginger Bap saison which I felt uh, saisons you don't get too many of them uh, breweries that try them I think are really brave yeah. because it's a fine line in a saison between being too wheaty for the modern palate and going that retro vibe towards like mm-hmm. and when I say retro I'm talking about fucking eight or 900 years ago towards mead like it's a very fine line and uh, 
Like it's a bit too heavy for me, but you're, you're like you're a far more seasoned craft beer drinker than I am. So, how would you describe Where's Wallonia to the listeners? It's a it's a nice clean saison. Um, a lot of the focus is on the on the yeast. I would say that gives it the the flavour profile. It's a good punch. To yeah, it. yeah. It's a like it's a Belgian pale ale, and um, the difference between that and uh, other pale ales is in the yeast, the hop choice as well, and. Yeah, I just I just really like it. It's a little bit funky. It's not for everyone. Um, it's a very straightforward uh, beer for the style. Uh, you mentioned Endanger Bap earlier, which was a, a dry hop saison that we did with um, with Whiplash, who really, really, really like hops and yeah. like uh, <laughs> opened uh, opened the uh, yeah. So it did kind of um, overpower the. The traditional saison flavor. Uh, there was a lot of amarillo in that, so it was you know it had a lot of uh, punchy, fruity flavors. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was kind of it was a more palatable version of the of the style. So a lot of people liked it. It was a big hit, and personally, my favorite uh, yellow belly bear to come out in the past six months. Anyway. Yeah, I, I like I was here one night on the podcast when we had Dot on. Uh, in late January before he went to San Francisco and I had the Endangered Bap that night and I think I drank six or seven of them and I fucking loved it mm-hmm. uh, it was a once off but and, uh, more the reason to get to Grady's Yard because I have these once off collaborative sometimes collaborative sometimes yellow belly fucking brews that you're just you're only going to get for a couple of weeks and it's more the reason to get into Grady's Yard and have a couple of pints and fucking drive on because like, we come in I'm on a hot in space tonight but like that's because none of the once off tickling me fancy which is fine yeah yeah most weeks I'm in here I'm on a I'm on a once offer yeah. you know uh, listen Kevin uh, call a spade a spade fucking really really happy that you came on with us tonight always a fucking pleasure to have you on the Stonecast chatting about beers because you, you've you got you've forgotten more about beer than I've ever fucking remember and uh, listen as far as I'm concerned uh, Grady's Yard nominated for a couple of awards more than well deserved fucking 2019 2020 we're going onwards and upwards Snowcast and Grady's Yard combined great fucking bar great podcast thanks a million for coming on and uh, just a closing statement for the listeners uh, any time uh, glad to be on hopefully back on a wee bit sooner than uh, yeah. you know the last time but uh, yeah fucking fair play to everyone that's come in it's been a blast we've launched our um our new menu this evening so we're the, we're expanding from pizzas and um, we're extending our opening hours we'll be open from 12 o'clock um, most of the week now and uh, yeah just thanks to everyone that's come in yeah. giving us a try and anyone that hasn't come in uh, come on in give us a try I'm sure there'll be something here for you and if there's not uh, good luck uh, try and promote you guys because you do a fantastic job you've more than welcome us thanks a million again from the Snowcast and uh, Kevin best luck for 2019 pal Cheers. on the ball Cheers, good man Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.